Why they always wet themselves? Just get on with the task. Welcome to the Ancient Slumber Podcast, show number 21. My name is Chris Ward, and joining me for a chat is Myron Schmidt. How are you doing, Myron? Good. How are you, Chris? I'm very well. I'm much better now we've got that paranormal activity nonsense out of the way. <laughs> I can feel the tension lifting from me now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And you know what? I, I was racking my brain, and I don't really think... That there's another found footage franchise. Uh, not one with as many parts as that. I'm sorry, you could say Grave Encounters, maybe. Well, I mean, that's got two. That's got and two. so that would be the same as a Blair Witch. Yeah. But, uh, you know. So you're off the hook. I've done it. I'm you, you've made it through. You've made <laughs> it through. Yes. <laughs> you have made it through a found footage franchise. Yes. And I don't intend on doing it again. <laughs> done my bit i've contributed to the found footage debate and that's it i can't believe you watch six found footage movies <laughs> oh, no. in a row i know Fuck it out. That, that was just cruel of me i'm sorry that was just cruel of me yeah still never mind i shall have my payback next year yeah 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 <laughs> oh, I'm thinking yep. of some evil ways i can uh get back at you for that one <laughs> They're, uh, this is going to be an interesting one. This is our top ten show. We are. We're going to go through our top tens of the year. Um, I'll say from the outset, they're not what we think are the best films of the year, just the favourites and the ones that we've enjoyed over the past 12 months. Because some yeah, people get a, bit, get a bit sniffy when you do a top ten list, don't they? Yes. And I this year, I mean, last year I put um, Star Wars and Spectre on mine. Yeah, uh, but, but this year I decided I'm going to go completely horror. Period. So, oh, right. oh well, I'm not completely horror. I mean, Star Wars isn't out here for another week as we record yeah, exactly. this. So we exactly. haven't seen it, so it's not going to make our list. But Deadpool, De- Deadpool was out, and I really, really liked Deadpool. <laughs> My son just asked me actually, uh, is Deadpool in your list for the year? I went, no. Oh, uh, no. So well, your son's on. probably right about that. So I liked it. I thought it was fine, but I didn't love it, so it didn't make my list. Ah, gotcha, gotcha. My criteria for this list, I'm just saying now, because I know that I'll get a little bit of... Is each film in my list had a debut release in the UK in 2016. And that's not including festivals. So it either got a theatrical or a DVD release, debut release in the UK in 2016. Because I know at least one of my films was released in the US last year. Okay, okay. But we didn't get it till this year, so I'm putting it in yeah. this year's list. Fair play to that. I uh I I think I know most of mine I think all of mine had a US release this year. Okay. I think they're all two thousand sixteen released movies, just like you either they had a DVD release or a theatrical release. Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, occasionally you get ones that are shown at a festival and then they don't get released for another couple of years or anything like that as well, don't you? So. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So, because I know you, exactly. I know that happened with Green Inferno and that'll be high up on your list. Oh yeah, abs- oh, of course it will. It's Eli Roth. <laughs> It'll zoom right to the top. I te- <laughs> I did think about putting it in just to piss you off. <laughs> <laughs> it didn't make my list. It didn't make my list. <laughs> Thank God for that. It, it I mean, would- I know you. I- I know you like cannibal movies, but come on. I thought it was good, but not that good. Um, <laughs> it's made my top ten list of cannibal films made by Eli Roth in the last five years. It's number one there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Eli Roth should stick to producing movies and lending his name to movies and quit directing them. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Well, I, I haven't got that big a problem with him. I know why people do, but... He's, I don't think, I think he's fine, personally. But yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah, yeah. He does get a bit overindulgent, shall we say. Yep, yep. But there we go. There's our Eli Roth discussion of the week. That's right. <laughs> do you have any uh, honourable mentions? Should we do that at the end? Should we do our list and then we'll, we'll do five each, do our turkey, do the last five, and then we'll do our honourable mentions? Why don't we, uh, let's, uh, let's go uh, movie for movie and not five. Well, you want to do ten straight in a row? No, no, no. I'll say my number 10, you say your number 10. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll do that all the way down to, till we get to the fifth one. Then we'll do yeah. our, tu- then we'll do our turkey and then we'll do the yep. remaining five. Yeah. Sounds good. Sounds good. Right. Okay. Let's start then. Do you want to go first and be your number 10? Yeah, I'll go number first. Uh, my number 10 is a little movie called The Invitation. Oh, I, I haven't seen that. I think, Chris, you would like it. Okay. Uh, uh, it's, I think it's on Netflix. It's, no, it's on Netflix or something. Yeah. It, it's, um, it's slow burning and, it's sort of predictable until you get to like the last 30 seconds and you're like, oh, fuck me. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah, yeah, The Invitation. Great movie. Everyone should see it. The Invitation. Yeah, I have heard a lot of people. I've heard, I've had a few mixed reviews, actually, but a few people whose opinions I sort of value have said, it, yeah, it's worth watching. Oh, good. Good. I, I, I can honestly say I think you would like it. Okay, yeah. So it's on one of the streaming services. Yeah, some of the other movies here, I'm not so sure you would like, but, you know, we'll, we'll get there. <laughs> the Invitation, okay, I should make a note of that one. Anything else to add on that? Nope, that's it. Oh, okay. My number 10 is a bit of a, a one that's probably going to cause a bit of hoo-ha, but it's a film called Landmine Goes Click. I have seen that on some of the streaming surfaces. Okay. Services. I don't know whether it's your type of thing, but it is, it's essentially, it's rape revenge movie if you were just going to describe it to somebody but it's it's the revenge doesn't come from the person who was raped it comes from somebody who was forced to watch oh and but there's other things going on as well so the rape revenge isn't the main focus but it's sort of the last bit that snaps this person over the edge sort of thing is it uh i spit on your grave graphic or is it more implied no, it's not as graphic as I spit on your grave. Okay. They show you enough so you go, oh, that's unpleasant. And then... Uh, okay, then gotcha. Sort of cuts away. Gotcha. But yeah, it's just one of those films. It was shown at Fright Fest and it was released on DVD under the Fright Fest Presents label. But yeah, it's just one of those films. I A lot of people don't like it because the tone is very grim and it is rape revenge. And there's a few bits that you go, nah, fuck off, that ain't going to happen. It entertained me. I thought it was really well constructed and say, you never never quite know where it's going to go. And it goes off in directions you don't always expect for a rape revenge. So, yeah, that made my number 10. That's very good. Yeah. Very good. All right, then. What's your nine? My nine is 
The Green Room. And I, I think that's gotten released everywhere. Yes, yes. It was, uh, I really, really liked it. I think it was Anton Yelchin's last movie before he had his tragic car accident. And Patrick Stewart plays a really, really, really creepy white supremacist. <laughs> it was, uh, I, I really enjoyed it. I thought it was very well thought out. Pacing was really good, that kind of stuff. So that's my number nine. Yeah, I need to. I have seen it. I liked it, but I need to watch it again because I, I don't think I was quite as enthusiastic as I felt I should be about it. Oh, uh, okay. So I, you know, I've got it on DVD and I will watch it again because I did like it. Very cool. Very cool. So it's one of those ones that will probably grow on me a bit over time, I think. I think so, too, because uh, it seems like it would be your kind of movie. Yeah, yeah. So uh, I was slightly distracted when I was watching it. I was doing other stuff at the same time, so... That's probably why. If I just uh, sit, and, gotcha. sit and concentrate and all that, and then I'll probably uh, like it a gotcha. bit more. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. Green Room. Right. My number nine is a film called Last Girl Standing. Have you heard of that one? No, I have not. No, it's another Fright Fest one. It's sort of, I mean, again, you could call it a slasher film, and it falls into that bracket, but it's really what happens to the final girl after the slasher bit is over. Oh, okay. That's intriguing. It is when the film starts, you're literally the first scene, you're thrown into what would normally be the end of, if it was, say, Friday the 13th, you're thrown, thrown into the last five minutes of that Friday the 13th setup. So you've got people being attacked and the killer going around. You don't quite know who's who and what, but you know who's the good guys, who's the bad guys sort of thing. And then the rest of the film plays out as the girl who survived, you know, tries to live her life afterwards. You ever seen a movie called Ava's Possessions? No. Seek it out and watch it. It is exactly that same kind of story, only after a demonic possession. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. But, uh, yeah, good film. If you've seen like things like Behind the Mask, The Rise of Leslie Vernon and films like that, it very much plays in that sort of ballpark. There's a little bit of Scream-type meta stuff going gotcha. on in there as gotcha. well. Um, but, yeah, I really enjoyed it. So it's just, it's just nothing you haven't seen before when you look at all the different bits and pieces, but it's put together in a way that's quite refreshing, I think. I want it noted, audience, if you were paying attention, Chris just semi-complimented a found footage movie. Did I? Yes, The Rise of Leslie Ver- The Rise of Leslie Verna by well, the Mask. Yeah, I suppose, yeah. Jesus, yeah, look at footage. that. Look at that. Yeah, I'd put that more towards documentary than found footage, but okay. Agreed. It is a mockumentary, yeah. um, but I kind of lump those together, so, you know. Yeah, but, uh, yeah. I like, I, well done. Brilliant. Well done. <laughs> Thank you very much. I still <laughs> fucking hate paranormal activity. So noted. Uh, that's still my benchmark for the lowest of the low. <laughs> but we got through it. Yeah, eventually. You never have to do it again. No, I'm not going to either. Even for research. Fuck it. I'll just try and go from memory. <laughs> you can always call me an ass. Yeah, that's it. I'll say, what happens in this bit? Oh, yeah, nothing. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I remember now. Is that the one where lo- nothing happened? Oh yeah. Is that one? Unless it's six? the fourth movie, then they, yeah. then they use the uh, Microsoft Connect Connect screen dots. So. <laughs> All right, number eight. Do your number eight then. Little movie called Hush. Oh yes, I've seen that. Did, did you see that one? What did you think of that? I really enjoyed it. I thought it was extremely clever. I think yeah, the idea of it I thought was really clever. Um. I'm just trying to think about it. It's a while since I watched it. Yeah, I didn't love it. I thought the idea was very good, but I think it quickly fell into sort of normal slasher territory. It, it, it kind of did, but I went back and watched it 
more than once. Yeah. And it, it's one of those that really, uh, really grew on me. Okay. You know, it's, uh, I kind of like Mike Flanagan. So, you know, fair enough. I, I just, I enjoyed it. So again, it's the idea of any time you have a sort of slasher film where they introduce a new idea and you think, Oh, that's new. And then, when you get into the film, about halfway into the film, they sort of drop it normally, and then it just becomes a regular slasher film, doesn't it? It is, but I think this was a little... Uh, I think the main character was one of those that I sure as hell was rooting for a lot more than in many slashers. You oh, know, yeah, I think, yeah, yeah. I, th- I think that's what did it. Yeah, I can see that, yeah. Fair enough. Fair enough. All right, all right, sir, hit me with your number, Ocho. My number eight, you'll like this one, is It Man 3. Absolutely. It Man 3. Yeah, it was you that put me onto these, actually. Really? Yeah, because I remember you mentioning about it, and then I saw this come out. I got the press release for this one, so I thought, okay, I'll take a punt on that one. And, yeah, I enjoyed it. I bought the box set with all three films in. Well, all three all three um, from the one actor. What did yeah, it, Donnie Do- Yo? Donnie Yen. Yen, that's yep. it, yeah. Yep, and I love the first one. I like the second one, and I like the third one. Um, the third one does go into ridiculousness with, you know, we got Mike Tyson in there. Who's he needs to be subtitled more than the uh, more than Donnie Yen does, to be honest. <laughs> but you can't argue with the fight scenes in these films, can you? No, they're so no, well done. No, oh, I mean that is oh, I I think It Man Two is my favorite. Really? Yeah, yeah. Uh, got a bit Rocky Five in the plot that one, didn't it? Yeah, maybe more like Rocky Four. <laughs> yeah, a little bit. Uh, a little bit over the top, but uh, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, you got it. He, he leaves his wife to train. He's fighting a boxer who's seemingly better than him. Yeah, it was all Rocky Four. Yeah, I think they borrowed quite heavily from the Rocky films there, but um, they're all they're all great. They're great entertainment. Absolutely, they are. Have you seen the other Ip Man? No, not the ones with the different actor in. No, they're not horrible. Okay, I I, I prefer Donnie Yen because I think the uh, the fight scenes and the choreography and, and those are just top notch. Okay. Mean, just absolutely over the top. Uh, but the other ones aren't bad. I, I think you would like them. I think you should see them just for perspective. Yeah, I think one of them may be on Netflix. I'm not sure. I'm sure I've seen it around somewhere. So, uh, yeah, yeah. Good stuff. I should give it a go. But yeah, Hitman 3, great entertainment. Mike Tyson watching him fight Donnie Yen is the obvious highlight. <laughs> He can still move. He can still bloody move. So, uh, oh. yeah, good entertainment. Good entertainment. Absolutely. I wonder if he ever regrets that face tattoo. It's a bit fucking late now, isn't it? <laughs> I wouldn't want to be the surgeon to try and laser it off anyway. No, 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 no. It'd be like that scene. It'd be like the unraveling of the Joker, wouldn't it? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, oh well, wow. number seven for me yeah. is Clown. Oh, okay. I really like that movie. It just clicked with me with the whole mythology. It was well done. I I really I I just absolutely enjoyed that movie. It is a good film. Yeah, we got that last year. We got it before you guys. Yes, you did by a whole year. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I've got it on DVD. Yeah, I think I love the premise of it and I like the look of it. But I didn't sort of love the film as a whole when I watched it. Okay. I don't know why. I'll have to go back and watch it again. But uh, Well, because it's... <laughs> you have to suspend a large amount of belief on that one. Oh, yeah. Yeah, but 
I think maybe if, if Rob Zombie had made it more than Eli Roth, I might be a bit hotter on it. Oh, God. <laughs> oh. oh, on that note, what's your number seven? Uh, mine's an easy one. Is Batman versus Superman, Dawn of Justice. Wow. Where? I know. You didn't think I'd go for the big budget ones, did you? No, no, no. I just didn't think you liked it that much. Yeah, I did like it. I thought Ben Affleck was the best Batman since, certainly since Michael Keaton, possibly since Adam West. I was absolutely shocked at how well I enjoyed him as Batman. Yeah. I, I usually can't stand Ben Affleck. No, I don't like him particularly, but uh, I thought he was great as Batman. Yes. It's the best movie since Dogma that I've seen with him in it. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I mean, everyone's moaned about this film. Oh, it's too long. It's bloated. Yes, it is. Can't argue with that. I think um, Jesse Eisenberg as Lex Luthor is fucking terrible. Really bad miscasting. Yes, I agree. I, 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 I agree. Lex Luthor, I would have preferred somebody older. I mean, for some reason, I had Tom Hanks in my head. Someone like that. Really? Yeah, okay. or even or okay. even Michael Keaton. Somebody like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know what you're saying. I know what you're saying. But, uh, yeah, I think they made a mistake with that. But, I mean, Henry Cavill as Superman, I think he's fine. I just don't think he's been served that great material to work with yet. But I think we'll get a good Superman film out of him. I, I enjoyed Man of Steel. Yes, I like Man of Steel. I thought it was very good. Yeah, me yeah. too. So when I got the uh, DVD, they had the, uh, like, the ultimate director's cut on there. Yeah. And it was shit. I don't even know now, maybe half an hour longer, 40 minutes longer. Um, and I really enjoyed that one. <laughs> yeah. I like the, I like the longer one. I thought it was really good. The longer one's better because it fills out the plot a, little more, a lot more. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. I agree. And I love the fact we got a Batmobile that looks like a Batmobile now and not just a fucking military tumbler. Yeah. Yeah, they did. I think they went out of their way on this one. Yeah. I think they, they had to veer it back towards the comic book, I think, after Nolan's films. Yes. Yes. Although, it, in my mind, Heath Ledger is almost the high watermark for Batman villains. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. I haven't seen Suicide Squad yet, so uh, it's not on my list, obviously, because I haven't seen it. Uh, right. Right. So I don't know what uh, Jared Leto's take is. I haven't heard that many great things about it. Yeah. Yeah. Me neither, but, you know. But there we go. But, yeah, Batman versus Superman, Dawn of Justice. Uh, I enjoyed it for what it was. Uh, I came out the cinema. I wasn't unhappy and miserable. I thought it was... It entertained me enough, so I like, I'm a huge Batman nut anyway, and I thought Affleck did a good job, and I'm looking forward to seeing more of him in that role. I have to say, I was a little disappointed they just gave a cameo to Aquaman. Well, I know he take, they're setting it out for justice, aren't they? I, I know. And I know he, his character in comic books is, takes a lot of shit, but, uh, I, I always enjoyed Submariner and Aquaman, so. I've, I've never read any Aquaman, to be honest. But anyways, there you go. There you go. There you go. All right. What's your number six? My number six is The Witch. Oh, okay. I I saw this in the theater, thought it was really, really, really good. It's just a good old-fashioned ghost tale. And yeah. And it's, uh, it's one of those movies that I think I've watched it since on Blu-ray. Yeah. It's one of those that benefits from a theater experience. Okay. I didn't see it in theaters. So. Okay. But I enjoyed it. I, I really, uh, I really thought it was good. Yes, it's very slow moving. Yes, it's a slow burn, but it's a good old fashioned ghost tale, plain and simple. Yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. I'm not going to say too much about it just yet. Okay. <laughs> My number six is thirty one. That low? I'm, I'm shocked. Yeah. I'm shocked. Um, I didn't love it as much as I wanted. I think we said this at the time. Yeah. I wanted to love it because you know I love Rob Zombie. Yes, 
and and I certainly enjoyed it and I've gone back and watched it again and I enjoyed it just as much on a second watch but it is very much I have to say it I think Rob Zombie by numbers yes and I think if Richard Breakin it, it, it's fantastic you know as uh, Doomhead one of the best I want to see him and Sid Hay do a sort of buddy road movie together I gotta say even in spite of of House of a Thousand Corpses and Devil's Rejects, I think Doomhead is probably his best bad dude. I think there's a lot of potential to do more with him in other films now. There is. If Zombie if, wants to go down that route. Yes, but I think he's probably Zombie's best bad guy. Yeah, I mean, Captain Spaulding for me all the way, but yeah, Doomhead is a very close second. Gotcha, gotcha. But uh, yeah, I mean, but that said, you know, it, it was disappointing in the fact that it was... No, not quite up there with Devil's Rejects for me, but, you know, it's number six in my list. I did enjoy it. It will be one of those films where, you know, I want to sit, I need a quick fix of some redneck sleaze. I'll stick it on and just have it on in the background. <laughs> I'll, I'll look up every few minutes and I'll see <laughs> Sherry Moon Zombie with her ass out and Richard Brake, you know, slashing people in the face. And it gives me that little hit I need. <laughs> I'll have a little copy. I'll have a little digital copy on my phone. So, you know, if I get stuck in traffic somewhere or, you know, on the train or whatever, I can just sit and watch it, get that little fix, turn it off. It's that film for me. I got you. I got you. But, uh, yeah, I I, I wish it was higher. I wish it really wish it was higher on my list, but uh, didn't quite hit those heights for me. And I think you can't. I think you said it hit the nail on the head. It's zombie by numbers. Yeah. it, it, It just feels he sort of thought, you know, what worked in my in corpses and devil's rejects right let's just put that in let's do it again with a different actor right right but it's number six i still got some pleasure out of it (laughs) okay right halfway through do you want to give us your turkey uh can you guess what my turkey is no this is the one that i tried to think about and uh i didn't know okay unless it's the film i've just spoken about no 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 this one is one that just took me by surprise as being as bad as it was and that is the Blair Witch really yes okay now I every time I see that movie poster all I think is Adam and Simon what have you done to me you you've killed me (laughs) there's just there's a lot wrong with it it started out great I was happy in the theater I'm like this is great and then in the third act it just all goes to shit and oh don't watch it. Okay. Well, I will be watching it because I had the press release for it last week, so there's a good chance I'll be getting it for review <sighs> when it hits here in January on DVD. Just buckle up, buddy. It's well, I don't have the love for the first ones that you do, so uh, I'll be a bit more objective on it. I think. Yes. And that—that's if you do a review, I will be very interested on what your take is, more from a clinical aspect. I, I emotionally, I wanted to love this movie. I left the movie theater wanting to love this movie, okay. and I just couldn't. Okay. Okay, I suppose when I get it through, I'll have to go have a rewatch of the first two as well, just to catch up, because it's been a while since I've watched them. Yeah, just watch the first one. You don't need to watch the second one. Yeah, I might do just for context. I've got, the, I've got them both on DVD, so I might just for context. I gotcha. <laughs> I... <laughs> To be, I've I've only watched the second one once, and I've got to say I don't think I hated it as much as everyone else does. Yeah, there's a lot of I I know a lot of people that like the second one and can't stand the first one. So yeah, okay. Well, 
my turkey is I don't know if you've seen this, but <laughs> you'll probably love it. It's a little film called The Unfolding. I have not seen it. No. Basically, it's if you want to go back to our last show and hear me talk about paranormal activity, expect those sort of reactions. It's, oh, God. OK. Yeah. <laughs> it's a sort of found footage thing. People going around old buildings. Nothing happens. It's bollocks. Is it known by a different title? I don't know. It was released this year. It was part of it was shown at Fright Fest and it's okay. on the Fright Fest Presents label over here on DVD. Actually, I shall have a quick look and see if there is another title for it. Uh, I can hook you into my review, if you like, because I did a written review of this for Flickering Myth. Um, yeah, it was a total one star for me. Um, there's a TV show over here called Most Haunted, which is yeah. like people go around old buildings with a camera and a psychic and pretend that things are happening when it really you can see that it clearly fucking isn't. Yeah, 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 yeah. I and gotcha. it's, it's basically gotcha. a 90 minute version of that. And it's okay. complete garbage. It's bland. It's boring. That's it. You know, it's it's the paranormal activity thing for me. It just does nothing. Okay, gotcha. I'm just going to bring it up on IMDb and see if there's another name for it in the US. Uh, da, 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 da. No, no, but I'm glad to see some other people have given it one star's reviews. <laughs> Not just me. Possibly the worst movie ever somebody has put there. Yeah, could well be. <laughs> It could well be. You'll probably love it. To me, I mean, to me, I would rather sit through the first three paranormal activities again than watch this. Oh wow! Okay. It really was. It was bad. It was so. It was that bad. Okay. Yeah. Generically boring shite. Yeah. Terrible. Not going to watch it again ever. Yeah. It doesn't sound all that whippy. No, but like I say, you'll probably love it. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm I'm ignoring that bait. Yeah, I know you are. I've just sent you a link on Skype there. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, oh, but if I can, wa- but you know, if I can watch it for free, I'm going to. So. Yeah, don't fucking pay for it, honestly. Yeah, yeah. No, no. I. Uh, yeah. So if if you pay to rent this film, you've probably doubled the budget of the actual film. <laughs> yeah, I'm cautious ever since I had to pay. $10 US for the next generation. So I'm a little more cautious. Texas Chainsaw. Well, at least that's got a little bit of something happening in it. Well, the part where his bionic leg goes screwy is kind of funny. <laughs> uh, it makes it, the unfolding makes Texas Chainsaw 4 look like the fucking exorcist, I tell you. Oh, God. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Honestly, absolutely dire film in every way. Nothing redeeming about it whatsoever. So anyway, give us your number five. Then I shall wait for it to uh, come on Hulu or Shutter or Netflix or something. <laughs> Interesting. Yes. The unfolding. Okay. Shall we? Number five. Yeah. Uh, my number five is a flick called Scurzo Diabolico. Oh, yes. I remember you mentioning this. It's not out over yeah. here. Yeah. Really? Yeah. No, you can get a, a Region 1 DVD from Amazon, I think, but it's about 15, 20 quid. Wow. Okay. So I, I did look that one up after you said about it. It's, uh, I think you might like it. Um, I really do. Now, you know what happens when you say that. I, I know. And I'm, I'm, I'm cautious in saying that. I'm trying to think. Adrian Baglaniano. Oh, yeah. He's the director. And. Yeah, I like them. I, I like, <laughs> yeah. He did, uh, Here Comes the Devil. Oh, yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We said about that. Yeah, we liked that one, didn't we? Yeah. And Cold Sweat, 
which I also saw. Yeah, I haven't seen that one. And uh, he did one of the ABCs of death. I, I like him. I think he does great stuff. Okay. This is probably, I can say I think this is probably his best movie. Okay, yeah. If I see it streaming anywhere, I'll watch it. But, uh, yeah, I say it's you, not available. You should. Let's just say, given your uh, number 10 movie, yeah, I I think you might like it. Okay. Interesting. Well, yeah, I shall make a note. Well, I think I made a note last time, so I did look it up. But, uh, yep. yeah, maybe some, maybe some distributor will hear this and release it for us over here. <laughs> but I fucking doubt it. <laughs> I was going to say, are, are we that influential? No. <laughs> <laughs> we can't even influence each other, let alone fucking anyone else. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> okay, now. Oh, well, my number five is one we've spoken about. It's The Witch. Oh, okay. Yeah. Excellent. And it wasn't my number five, but I quickly changed it once you mentioned it because I forgot about it. <laughs> <laughs> now, did your number, did everything just go down and drop off so you have an honorable mention at the end? No, I took one out actually, which I did on an R about anyway, so, uh, which okay. was a, a documentary okay. that I watched, but. I took it out, so I swapped it with the witch. So yeah, yeah, I, I just I enjoyed it. I like the slow burn. I like the pace of it. I love the ending. That imagery of the witches in the forest. I like yep. anything yep. sort of witchy and occulty. Anyway, yeah, it was like it was like a classic sort of occult novel, but in a film form, and I really enjoyed it. Yes, yes, yeah. It uh, it very much reminded me of some you know reading Edgar Allan Poe longer stuff. You know what I mean? Yeah, very, yeah. it's just very. Old American kind of thing. That's it. And I think film-wise, it, it was a, a throwback to those sort of Blood on Satan's Claw and Witchfinder General and those sort of older cult films, you know, from the late 60s. Yes. Very it, much it, in that vibe. Very And very well shot. Yeah, very well shot. Great but, performance from, uh, oh, what's his name? Ralph, Ralph Inn? I don't know how you pronounce his surname. Inns? Inez? I don't know, I can't remember. The guy who's in the office yes. over here plays uh, Finchie. Oh. oh, okay. <laughs> I can't I remember his name, but yeah. <laughs> he does a lot of voiceover work on TV adverts and that over here as well. Ah, uh, gotcha, gotcha. But uh, yeah, great film. And I actually, I need to go and watch it again. I've got it on Blu-ray, so uh, I keep meaning to watch it again. I'll probably watch it over Christmas again at some point, I think. Yeah, it's a happy Christmas movie. It's a lovely Christmas movie. So what's your number four then? Uh, mine is a movie called The Wailing. Ah, yeah, we, we chatted about this the other day, didn't we? Yep, yep. It was... Um... Buckle up, it's two and a half hours long. Oh. But, but it uh, doesn't feel like two and a half hours long. It was good. The ending was good. Uh, kind of keeps you guessing up till the very end. Yeah. Literally, keeps you guessing up until the very end. But overall, it was, um, love the mysticism. It was just good stuff. Well acted. Is that an Asian? Yeah. Is it an Asian film? Yes, sir. Yes, yes sir. I thought it was, yeah. yeah. Um, I, I don't remember what country it's from. Uh, I oh, want to yeah. say South Korea. Yeah, I want to but... say Korean, but I'm not quite sure. But yeah, I've thought I haven't read. I've seen people uh, sort of talking about it on Twitter and stuff, but I haven't really delved into it too much. I want to sort of see it fresh. Yeah, yeah. Don't 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 read about it. But the only thing I say is just buckle up because it is two and a half hours long. Yeah, yeah. I think I have to be in the mood for that sort of thing. <laughs> you know what? I started to watch it four different times, and I um, I stopped simply because of that. Which what you said right there, you got to be in the mood for it. Yeah. Yes, it is South Korean. South Korean, yeah. Okay. Yep. Well, they've got a good track record on these sorts of genre films. Abs so. Absolutely, they do. Absolutely. I shall look. Again, that's one I'll probably look for on the streaming services when it's available. That's why I saw it as it popped up on Netflix. 
All right. Oh, it, oh, oh I don't know. do you know if it's on Netflix over here? I don't know. You don't I know. Do know uh, yeah, I don't know. I no. wish I could tell. I wish I could look up what's on Netflix UK. I know. Oh, yeah, I see things on Twitter and people go, oh, it's on Netflix. Like, oh, brilliant. I go on Netflix UK. And it's like, oh, no, it's not. Shit. Yeah. Yeah. Now, whenever I say that on Facebook or Twitter, I try and make sure and put a U.S. by it. So, yeah, yeah. You know, people don't. I mean, like, I know that Shudder has Baskin and a couple of other movies on there that I, I want to see. Yeah. But what happens is Shudder over here gets weird on certain devices. And so it shows a lot of movies that I don't have access to. <laughs> Haven't you seen Baskin? I thought you had. Yeah, I've seen. <laughs> but I, I mean, it's just it's one of those movies that I remember in like um, uh, Rare Exports, A Christmas Tale. Yeah, it yeah. showed up. It showed up on Shutter UK or Shutter Europe, and then it took like a month for it to actually get listed here. Oh right, because uh, Netflix US has got a Christmas Horror Story on it at the moment, isn't it? Yes. Yeah, that's not on Netflix UK yet. Yes, yes. But, uh, I'm not put it on DVD anyway, but it just means I've got to go outside and find out where my disc is. <laughs> and I can't be asked. I actually have the uh, Walmart version, which is I think it's called like a holiday horror or something yeah, like that. Yeah, I think that. they had a different name, didn't they? Yeah. Yep. I yep. seem to remember seeing that. Yeah. Just like with uh, Deathgasm, it's called uh, Heavy Metal Apocalypse. Oh, of yep. course, yeah. At, at Walmart, that'll put people off. <laughs> <laughs> Idiots. Um, all right then. What's number four? That was your number four, was it? I've lost track yep. now. Well, yeah, my number four um, is one that I watched last week, actually, and it's called Lights Out. Wow. Yes. You did You did like it. I did like Lights Out. I thought it was really good. Yeah. As we record this, my review of it hasn't gone live. Okay. But by the time this comes out, it will have. I thought one of the most effective horror films I've seen all year, to be honest. Really? I don't, I okay. don't usually do the jump scare thing. I don't usually find much joy in it. Um, but I think the way that this film handled it, it wasn't just gratuitous every few seconds jump scares. And I think it fed into the way that, you know, the the, the conceit is the, she, the demon can only be seen when the lights are on. So I think the jump scare thing played into the turning the lights on and off thing. Yep. yep. I, I just think that worked. Yep. So it wasn't a perfect film, but, um, you know, it was only about 75 minutes long. It had a nice, it had an interesting premise. I think we'd like to see the, I'd like to see more about the main character, the demon. Know a bit more about that. Maybe there's a mythology there. Some other things can be done out of that. Yep, yep. I like the leading yep. girl in it. Teresa Palmer, is it? I think yes. her name is. Something like that. Um, yep, thought she was really good. Yeah, really solid horror film that does what it says on the tin, so to speak. Yeah, yeah. And uh, the little two-minute short that... Um, oh, that's on YouTube. It? Yeah. Yeah, I thought that was really, really good. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I mean, the film, the film is basically that. You know, the opening scene of the film is basically that in a different setting, isn't it? And then, uh, yes, they go off in another like, direction. Yep, flushed out a bit. For yeah, sure. it's fine. Yeah, little baggy in the middle once you've you've introduced the characters, but I think the ending's pretty solid and uh, some good imagery in there, some nice creepy imagery. Yep. That sort of imagery, if that had been used more in paranormal activity, I might have been a bit more friendly on it. <laughs> but watching people standing still for fucking an hour and a half, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm going to keep going I, back to it. <laughs> I watched two found footage movies yesterday. Of course you did. I know, yes. Now, both found footage movies were shot, uh, predominantly shot on a combination of iPhones and stationary security cameras. Yeah. Just because you can uh, do something doesn't mean you should. <laughs> <laughs> One of them I thought was really good. 
The other one I thought was really inventive, although not necessarily the best movie I've ever seen. But this guy was the only actor in it shot using a selfie stick and an iPhone and stationary security cameras. See, I just don't want to watch that. I know you don't. I, I would never in my wildest imagination recommend those movies to you. <laughs> I mean, no, just I wouldn't. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think if you are a hardcore found footage fan, yeah, they're, they're good. They're decent movies. But if you are tangential to the whole found footage thing, just don't even bother. It's not worth it. <laughs> it, it it's an it's an hour and ten minutes. You, you'll never get back. Yeah, an hour and ten minutes of walk, looking at someone on a selfie stick. Yes. Oh, for fuck's sake. Why? <laughs> Why? <laughs> Who thinks this is a good idea? Actually, the, the story is... Non-existent. It's not bad. No, <laughs> no, no. The story is good, but I think... I, and I know why he went 70 minutes, because he wanted to make it a full length. But if he had been around 55 minutes, I think it would have been, been even better. But Around two you know. minutes would have been better. Oh, shut up. <laughs> What's your number four? Uh, I've done my number four. We're on number threes now. Oh, okay. Uh, my number three is a little film called The Mind's Eye. Okay. That is uh, by Joe Begos. Right. He also did a little film called Almost Human. Yes, so I've heard of that. Has, um, has a lot of the same actors in it. This is like a, an 80s Scanners type movie. Oh, right. Or, okay. or an 80s Firestarter type of movie. I've got an 80s Scanners style movie. It's called Scanners. Yes. Yeah. I have both Scanners and Firestarter. As a matter of fact, I have the Criterion release for Scanners. So I got like, you know, booklets and coming out of my... Oh, you know, I've got the old Anchor Bay box set dvd box set and i've got the second sight blu-rays gotcha gotcha i do love but, yeah <laughs> i'm a huge joe bagos fan I, I when almost human came out i clicked it i watched it i went holy shit this is awesome yeah it's very independent he does not have a massive budget but he is a plus on practical images or practical effects Okay. So he'll he'll spend a lot of money to do a practical effect versus you know a yeah. little more money on CGI. So a lot of this stuff is it's very practical movie, well acted, well written, well directed. It's good stuff. Okay, I might add that one to my list then. It's not one I've heard of to be honest. Let's... I don't even know. I honestly I don't know if you've got a release there. No. Uh, no, it doesn't look like we. Oh, hang on. The Mind's Eye. Yeah, we got. No, it's Region 1. No, it hasn't had a release over here. That's why you've never... Yeah. Uh, but if you get a chance to review it or whatnot, I'd love to hear your thoughts on Image it. Image Entertainment. I'm surprised it hasn't been released over here then, because, uh, yeah, they usually do. I should I, um, add that to my list then. Oh, I don't know about over there, but over here, um, the Voodoo VOD service, mm-hmm. um, they give you early access to movies Okay. Uh, that are still in the theaters. And this was one that, that was, you know, still in the theaters, but it got a VOD release. And I snatched it up and watched it. And I was like, wow. Yeah. Okay. Good stuff. Yeah. I think this one that will probably crop up on one of the streaming services at some point. Well, yeah. Like I, that type of thing. I think it will too. Yeah. I mean, there's, I'm looking at Amazon now. You can get a region one DVD. The cheapest is £12.64 plus the postage. So yeah. Then that's yeah. you. And you could buy you. New, it's twelve pounds. Used, it's thirty pounds. Don't understand that. Some people are stupid. 
They are still. Never mind. No, I sh- I've just added that to my list of ones to look out for, though. So there we go. Right, my number three is Deathgasm. Ah, okay. Okay. Yeah, it was shown at Fright Fest last year, 2015, but we didn't get a DVD release over here till February, I think it was. Yeah, yeah. So that's it, why I put it in. I fucking loved it. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, no, it is great stuff. You know, I mean, even if this had been released 25 years ago when I was like 15, I'd have been, probably would have thought it was the greatest thing ever. But, you know, it's got Evil Dead style zombies, it's occultism and death metal. So there you go. I'm happy. <laughs> I know. <laughs> it just covers all bases for me, really. Yeah, we got a release last year for this one, so. Yeah, I've got it on, I've got it on Blu-ray and DVD. I've only got it on DVD. I picked it up at Walmart as the Heavy Metal Apocalypse. Ah, uh, of course you did. Yeah, I've got a Blu-ray. I was sent a Blu-ray for um for review purposes because I think only one outlet was doing it on Blu-ray over here, and then I went and bought a DVD anyway just so I can play it on my portable DVD player. Ah, <laughs> uh, I gotcha. So, uh, I gotcha. Yeah, other sorts fantastic. It's so much fun. It's it's teenagers, heavy metal, blood spraying everywhere, some tits here and there. Ticks all the boxes. It's funny. It's stupid. It's just brilliant fun. Brilliant fun. It's uh, New Zealand, right? Uh, yes. Didn't uh, didn't uh, they do a little movie called The uh, Black Sheep? Yeah, yeah. That's about <laughs> eight or nine years ago, something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, uh, I tell you what, they those people in New Zealand know how to do uh, horror comedies. <laughs> well, you need, to, you need to delve back into some early Peter Jackson. Then you need to watch Brain Dead. Well, I'd be disappointed. No, you need to watch Brain Dead. In America, it's called Dead Alive. Okay, make a note of it, find it, watch it, and love it. Isn't Arrow or uh, isn't Arrow given Dead Alive a release? Maybe it's over here. I don't know. Uh, I don't know. Okay. I don't know. Over here, it's called Brain Dead. In the US, it's called Dead Alive. It's from 1992, I want to say, early okay. 90s. Watch okay. that and tell me that. Yeah, you know, watch that and say, is that the same director who made Lord of the Rings? <laughs> Honestly, you'll fucking love it. It's brilliant fun. One of my okay. favorites. Yeah. Awesome. Cool. Yeah, that was my number three, Deathgasm. Nice. So, what's your number two? We're getting down to it, aren't we? We are. My number two is Don't Breathe. Oh, right. I haven't seen that yet. I really liked it. There's uh, there's only about 50,000 twists at the end of the movie. <laughs> oh, good. But it, it was good. It um, What they show you in some of the extended trailers is it doesn't give away everything, and I like that. Okay. I was surprised. It builds great atmosphere. It's good stuff. It's really. I, I think you'd like it. I yeah, you'd it's, like it. it's getting DVD release here next month. Nice. It was shown at Fright Fest in the summer, and I saw a lot of people's reactions to it were like really good. And I've seen the trailer, so uh, yeah, I'm just I don't want to see anything else till I've seen the whole film. Yep, yep. So uh, ho- hopefully I'll get a review. I don't know who's releasing. I hope so. I, I hope don't know so. who's releasing yet, but I shall look into that. But uh, yeah, I, yeah, I, had to go, I went out and bought the Blu-ray. Oh, on uh, the week it was released. Wow. Yeah. Positive praise indeed. Then. Yep. Yep. Excellent. Okay. My number two is one I think I've mentioned it a couple of times in Good, Bad and Ugly. Uh, and I know our friend Duncan over at Podcast Under the Stairs has mentioned it a few times. And that is Bone Tomahawk. Oh, yes. Yes. There you go. A little bit of uh, Cannibal Western. Yeah. That was a great movie. 
Son of a bitch, that was a great movie. Fantastic fucking movie. Real throwback to old style westerns. Throwing a bit of the original Hills Have Eyes in there, and that's basically what you got. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Kurt Russell is magnificent. Oh, God, yes. Yeah, much better than uh, Hateful Eight in terms of westerns. Hateful Eight didn't make money. I was really disappointed with that. Really? Yeah. I love Tarantino, but Hateful Eight didn't do it for me at all. Again, a bit like Rob Zombie with 31. I think maybe it's just a little bit too much Tarantino in it. It's like, do something different. Yeah, 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 I I can understand that. But it, it went from just a really good story to absolute bonkers bloodshed there at the end, didn't it? Mm. Yeah. But anyway, Bone Tomahawk. Good stuff. Two hours long. It's a real slow burn. If you don't like westerns, you probably won't get a lot out of it because the first hour and, a, hour and a half is just basically a western. I, I don't think that's true. Really? I don't like westerns. No? Nope. And I really, really enjoyed Bone Tomahawk. It oh, came out oh, last yeah. year for us. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, we've got it here this year. Um, but yeah, nice. I, thought, I just thought it was fantastic. And yep. uh, yeah, I'm gonna watch it. I've watched it three times already, and I'll probably watch it again before the year's out. Wow, you do like it. I do like it. That last half hour is some of the most magnificent horror I've seen for a long time. It's really good, isn't it? Yes. Yeah. Ah, it's well shot. Filmography, uh, uh, cinematography, and script writing. Oh, it's really good. Yeah, and it's the pacing as well. It just yes. Yep. yep. It never gets frenzied. You can make out everything that's happening on screen. It's all done just so deliberately, just to sort of, but it keeps upping it as it goes through. Yep. Absolutely. Yep. Absolutely agree. Fuck, I feel like watching it now, actually. <laughs> Might watch it. Oh, no, I can't watch it tonight. I'm doing something else. Yeah. Good, though. Yep. Yep. Right then. You're number one. I think I know what it is. You know what it is. It's Baskin. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, if there's movies that involve things like, purgatories and demons and angel lore i'm in i mean that that ticks a huge box for me and And, and it's not found footage it's not found footage fucking hell i i actually over at screencast i chatted with uh brad for a while about this but it was just it's a fabulous movie i love it i it just he recommended it about february and it took Shit, almost the whole year for me to see it. <laughs> I only saw it about midway through the year. Yeah. So, but I just love it. Love the movie. I've watched it three times. I just absolutely could go on and on and on about it. Oh, I'm actually just trying to call up my review of it, to be honest. <laughs> I can't find it. Uh, yeah, I did review this earlier in the year. This was in my top 10 for a while. Dropped out, I think. It's probably round about number 11 if I was to carry on doing them. That and that doesn't surprise me based on your other movies. Yeah. Now was, I'm gonna I'm gonna say this for the record. I have no clue what your number one is. You should do. I'm just calling up Baskin. Hey, there you go. Yeah, I gave it four stars when I reviewed it. Yeah, it was hanging around. It was hanging around my top ten, but it just dropped out. But uh, I need to watch it again. But uh, yeah, I, I did enjoy that. Yeah. It, it was yeah. just one of those films that's just a little different, but yet a lot of it was very familiar. Yes. If you know what I mean. Right. Again, it's, right, right. it's not. It's not the material, it's what you do with it, isn't it? And I think that's what they did. I think I compared it to Hellraiser at the time. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. Right then, my number one. I can't believe you don't know what my number one is. It came out in the US last year. We got it in January. I've drawn a blank. It's got my favourite actor in it. Sid Haig? No. Sylvester Stallone. Creed. (laughs) Yeah. 
Creed, my number one film of this year. I fucking loved it. Yeah. yeah. I can say this is the only film I probably really, really loved this year. I, I don't think this year's been particularly strong. There's been some good stuff, but nothing that I've made me sort of get emotional. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, I know what you mean. But Creed, you know, I love the Rocky franchise. I say it all the time. I really do. If I if I was on a desert island and I could only have one franchise to watch over and over, it would be the Rocky films. And this just feeds into it so well. Stallone's brilliant. Michael B. Jordan's really good. When the trailers first came out, I was like, oh no, just put it to bed because Rocky Balboa was a nice finale. Right. Okay. And I was like, oh no, I'm really not interested. Don't know. And I watched that first that second trailer that came out the one that gave you a little bit more one that actually had Stallone in it and I was like oh fuck oh man I need to see this and it was just it was the shot of Stallone and Jordan on the speedballs side by side together I was just like oh man it's just it's Rocky again <laughs> it's Rocky and Apollo yeah and I, I took my son to see it because he's never seen a Rocky film on the big screen okay so I took my son to see it and said you know this is you need to see this Cool. As soon as the training montages start and the music kicks in and everybody gets pumped up and he loved it as well. And I said, well, imagine that in 1985 when Rocky Four came out because I was his age <laughs> then when that happened. So, okay. Yeah, Creed. It's sliced alone. It's Rocky. It's boxing. It's not horror, but I don't just do horror. I do other stuff as well. There you go. Loved it. Creed. There you go. Brilliant. Can't say any more. Watched it four times. Going to watch it again before the end of the year. <laughs> There's been two franchises I've seen, three franchises I've seen, every one of them in the theater. Okay. That's been Harry Potter, Star Wars, and Paranormal Activity. Yeah. Yeah. But believe it or not, the Rocky franchise, I was with it until number five. I saw number five in the theater, and then I gave up after that. (laughs) Because you haven't seen Balboa yet, have you? No. Oh, you need to see that, man. Yeah, I gotta get, I gotta get on the, I gotta get on the stick, absolutely. Have you seen Creed? No, no. Okay, I'll watch Balboa and Creed then, definitely. Okay, but um, I haven't seen all the Rockies in cinemas. I've only seen from four onwards. Okay, okay. Yeah, I saw the first one when I was a very wee lad. Oh. Saw that, saw that in the uh, the cinema. There, there for a while in the seventies, it was real popular to have uh, novelizations of movies. Yeah. And I read the Rocky novelization of the year <laughs> that it that when it came out. I, wow, this is great! I'd love to read that. I saw it on a theater on a on a trailer, and I'm like, "Dad, can we go?" And so he took me. Uh, did the uh, the film the punches thrown in the film marry up to the punches thrown in the book? Yes. Oh wow. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it was it was very. It followed the, well. It was just a novelization of the movie, so it was you know step for step. Yeah. Oh well, no, I haven't read that. But uh, I'm just trying to think now of any franchises I've seen everything of in the cinema. The Star Wars films I have, but not when they came out. I saw them at like matinee showing type things. Uh, I'm just trying to think. I don't know that I have to be honest. Apart from the remake, I've never seen any Nightmare on Elm Street on the big screen. Try to think if I saw that on. I've seen all the Rob Zombie films that have been on the big screen, I think. No, bollocks, no, I haven't. I didn't see Lords of Salem cinema either. I've seen a couple of Jasons on the screen, um, three and four. I've never seen any Jason film on the big screen. Yeah, I saw it in 3D. Ah. Uh, I've only, the Halloweens, I've only seen the Rob Zombie ones on the big screen. Okay. Um, No, 
I don't think there's anything apart from Star Wars. I don't think there's anything I've seen them all on the big screen. Jaws. I've only. I haven't seen Jaws two on the big screen. I've seen all the others. Gotcha. Yeah. So did you did did you need to see any other movies that you missed? I have a couple that I wanted to see. I wanted to see Train to Busan and Autopsy of Jane Doe. And I'm especially intrigued with the uh, Jane Doe one because the director of Troll Hunter did it, and I love Troll Hunter. <laughs> I wanted to see those two. I, I don't know if they would have made my list. I, I think they might have. Uh, but those are the two that I'm really kind of sorry that I missed. Um, I haven't seen Suicide Squad. Okay. I'm waiting for that to be cheap in the bargain bin, then I'll buy it. I haven't seen X-Men Apocalypse. But again, I'm hoping for that to be cheap after Christmas on Blu-ray, then I'll pick that up. I liked it. Yeah, I've got all the others on Blu-ray, so I'll get it, but I just want, I don't want to pay 15 quid for it. Um, blah, 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 what else? I know Don't Breathe is one that I wanted to see, but so we're not getting that till January, so I'll get that then. But no, I can't think of anything else that I've, I've sort of missed. I've gone, no, no, I didn't see that. I've sort of seen the films I wanted to see sort of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just, those last two, I was really hoping to, to get them in, but I just couldn't. Couldn't do it. I mean, there's a few that didn't quite make my top ten, which uh, I want. I suppose honourable mentions we can do now. Yeah, yeah. Baskin didn't quite make my top ten. It was there for a while. Uh, Return of the Cape Crusaders, the an- the animated Batman film. Okay. Which uh, again, that floated around my top ten, but I sort of nudged it out. There was also there was a documentary that came out called The Governor, which is about um, Lenny McLean, who was a bare knuckle street fighter over in the UK. That okay. was re- really really good. Okay. And, oh, God, there was another one that just went straight out my head, which I was going to mention. Oh, F- Frankenstein. There was a version of Frankenstein that came out this year that had Tony Todd in it. Really? Yes. Uh, I did, okay. I did review it. Interesting. That was in my top ten for a while. I really, really enjoyed that. It's sort of a different take on, uh, on Frankenstein, but, um, again, it, it just got nudged out by the end. But yeah, those are all hanging, hanging around my top ten at some point. Excellent. Excellent. That's cool. And I'm sure Star Wars will make it when I get to see it. Yeah, yeah. That that I tried to keep mine all horror, but uh yeah, Star Wars can't wait. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that. Yeah. I went to see the uh the new Harry Potter universe one, the Fantastic Beasts of Where to Find Them. I loved it. I thought it was a great movie. Oh, I fucking hate Harry Potter. <laughs> I know. You I don't get it. <laughs> I know you don't. <laughs> but I think part of it is is that I read most of the books before I saw the first movie. Okay. I started reading one of the books once and I gave up before the end of the first chapter. It just wasn't sinking in. Yeah, yeah. Didn't care it, for it. It happens. Yeah. yeah. So I just go on. I've only watched one of the films. <laughs> Which one did you watch? Dunno, it's got Harry Potter in it. Shut up. Was it young or older? Um I think it may be the third one. What's the third Ooh. one called? Prisoner of Azkaban? Does that have somebody trapped in a mirror or a painting or something? They all have that. Oh, do they? Oh well, that doesn't help then, does it? <laughs> no. Yeah, I'm sure it was. He wasn't really young, but he wasn't his oldest year. I'm sure it was the third one. That's one of the better ones. Is it? No. Well, yeah, I, don't, yeah, I don't care for them. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, my honorable mentions are a uh, uh, Jeremy Sisto movie called Hangman. You love Jeremy Sisto, don't you? I I, I am a fan. <laughs> I I am a fan. I watched him the other night in Wrong Turn, actually. Okay. That was on telly, so uh, I thought I'd put that on. That's a found footage movie, really good. Southbound. I actually oh, had right. that I actually had that in my top ten and dropped it out um for uh Green Room. 
Yeah, I think you liked that a bit more than I did. I think so, too. Yeah, I thought it was okay. It was okay. Bits of it um, I liked. I really liked The Neighbor. That was another honorable mention. Oh, what? Oh, yes, from uh, Arrow Films over here. Is it? Okay. <laughs> and uh, my last honorable mention is a found footage movie. Now, bear with me. Uh-huh. It's called It's called Therapy. It's a Shudder exclusive in the U.S., but it's a French movie, and it was directed by a 17 or an 18-year-old. And <laughs> You're really not selling it to me. <laughs> no, I, I understand that. But what he directed is hands and head and shoulders above tons of found footage I've seen. Okay. Um, he did a – for that young of a kid to have that good of a screenplay, that good of a story, that good of pacing, that good of you know direction. Yeah, it was – it was good. It was good. It was good. I was shocked. Oh, yeah. Wow. Yep. Anything else? No, that's it. That's it. Well. Yep. Okay. So is there anything in particular you're looking forward to next year? Um, yeah. There's a, uh, there's a, um, a short that I'm looking forward to. Okay. It's, uh, it's called The Rainy Season. Yeah, it's a Stephen King short story adapted under his Dollar Baby contract. Oh right, yes, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I've seen the trailer, loved the trailer. Um, directed by Vanessa Iannata, right? And mm-hmm. I'm thrilled to death uh, that I think uh, I'm going to be able to uh, review it. Oh, nice. So I think that'll be great. There's a set of uh anthology movies all directed by women called xx that i'm really looking forward to okay and you probably won't care for this uh but i've liked his other films and that is uh death house oh is that the one with kane hodder in it yeah yeah oh i'm looking forward to that yeah yeah and and tony todd and a whole bunch of is robert england in it as well i think so yes yeah i've I've seen that on uh on twitter yeah i've seen them tweeting about that yeah oh yeah i'll be up for that yeah it's uh i i I gotta he's the director is escaping me yeah i can't remember but um oh yeah i I don't know why you think i wouldn't be into that it's got kane hodder and robert england tony todd in it true he uh uh, this this director did um camp dread oh yeah it's that comedy where they're shooting uh is that the eric roberts one yes Yeah. yeah 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 and um uh, he also did a movie. I think it's called The Fields. That was that I really enjoyed too. So okay, yeah, oh yeah, yep. I'll be up for that when it come, when it arrives. Yeah, yeah. But I I, I love the uh, that premise of the Death House thing is just yeah. It's got me. It's got me really, really, really intrigued. That's it. You know. I mean, it, it's just it's like yeah, okay, I can get behind this thing quick. Any chance to see Kane Hodder and Robert England on screen together? I'm in for that. <laughs> Is is this the one that Gunnar Hansen was writing or wrote? Uh, I don't know, to be honest. Yeah, me neither. Oh, could be. Oh, well. We'll keep an eye out for that, then. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Anything else you're looking forward to? No. No, that's... No. Uh, Harrison Smith. Sorry, I had to... Driving me nuts. I had to look up uh, who directed it. Okay, yep. But yeah, yeah, I really... Uh, I'm excited about those, those uh, three movies. Okay, well, I've got three that I'm looking forward to, and these might surprise you, actually. Okay. Because they may be a little bit mainstream for my usual tastes. Ooh. Oh, yeah, I've I've been doing some trailer watching, and the first one is the new King Kong that's coming out, Skull Island. I saw the trailer in 
the fantastic beasts and where to find them. Okay. I am absolutely intrigued. It yeah. seems like they've made him bigger and badder than ever before. Yeah, I'm a sucker for King Kong. I love I love the original King Kong. You know, okay. And, uh, you know, the, the Peter Jackson film, I've grown to like it. I didn't like it when I first saw it, but I've grown to like it. But I like a lot of the mythology around Kong. And, uh, yeah, I'm just, I saw the trailer. Tom Hiddleston's in it. Don't really care for Tom Hiddleston that much. But, you know, he's the guy they're going to be putting in these types of films now. Right, right. But, uh, yeah, like you say, it looks like they're doing something interesting with Kong, actually making him a bit more dangerous. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And the trailers look interesting, so I'm up for that. The other one I'm looking forward to is War for the Planet of the Apes. I've seen that trailer, too. Yeah. Yeah. I'm all over that. That that does. That looks... It looks... Looks like it could be probably one of the better ones in the series, to be honest. I love the Planet of the Apes films, especially these new ones that are coming out. I thought Dawn of the Planet of the Apes was fantastic. Yeah, yeah, it was good. It was so, good. Uh, yeah, I'm all up for that. I saw it in the first one in the movie theater. I thought it was good. Um, I didn't. No, I haven't, I haven't seen any of these in the cinema, actually. So I might, I'll, okay. go, I'll probably go and see this one then. And the other one I look forward to is a trailer I actually watched just before we recorded. And I was a little bit, uh, I don't know, really care for it and then i watched the trailer and i thought no i'm definitely up for this now and that is the mummy really yes well you know my love of universal monsters the original one yes absolutely absolutely and when i it was announced they're going to do like a marvel universe type thing with it i just thought no it's going to bomb because you know the general public don't have the love for these sorts of things and i'm like oh no and then it was announced tom cruise is going to be the lead in it i was like oh for god's sake no and then I just watched this trailer and thought, "Oh, this looks really fucking interesting." It looks like Tom Cruise doing his normal thing, his War of the Worlds type, what he does in films. Oh but, yeah, 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 yeah. You know, yeah. there you go. You get what you pay for. Um, but, but yeah, uh, but you know, if there's if there seems to be a good story around it, that's well, he's Tom Cruise. He's one of them. I don't like Tom Cruise, you know, especially when he does these big blockbuster things. But I think he's one of those guys. If you give him a good story, he can do something with it. Yeah, exactly. Do you know what I mean? He can yeah. move when he moves away from generic action hero. He can be quite interesting, so I'm up for that. But the actual mu- the way they've done the mummy, it's a it's a woman this time instead of a guy. And uh, ooh, yeah, I mean it looks like a big CGI fest, but it looks like CGI that's well done. Well, but, I mean, again, you can have good enhanced CGI. Yeah, or you can have or you can have a Dracula Untold shit show. Ah, oh, see, I wasn't that bad on Dracula Untold. I thought it was fine. Apart from the bit about the woman falling thousands of feet off a fucking mountain and surviving. Right. Anyway. A bit, but. <laughs> but yeah, but I mean, I like Universal Monsters anyway. Out of the original ones, The Mummy was the most boring film of the lot. I know it's a classic and Karloff is brilliant in that first 10 minutes, but the rest of the film is quite boring. I like the 1999 Mummy, but it's it looks dated now. So I'm all up for this, a new a new version. I'm all up for that. So you didn't mind Brendan Fraser's Mummies? I like the first one. Okay, that was good. Yeah, the second one, no, I liked it at the time. It's been on telly every week over here for the last 10 years. Ah, I've seen gotcha. it so many times, and I just look at it, I think it looks bad now. And then they introduce that fucking kid in it, which, again, that generally spoils everything, doesn't it? And the third <laughs> one, I've watched it. I've tried to watch it three times and fallen asleep each time. <laughs> I've seen the beginning, and I've seen the end. I've missed the middle out. Yeah, I enjoyed the first one. I don't even... I gave up on the second, and I've never seen the third. So yeah, so uh, so yeah, we'll see how that goes. But the trailer looks good. So ooh, it's yeah. interesting. 
Have a look, see what you think. I, I, I am, because I never would have had a look because it had Tom Cruise in it. Yeah, that's why I avoided it. And then um, I've been looking across, oh, I've been looking at Flickering Myth today, and they seem to be sort of publicising quite a few bits from it. So I thought, well, let's have a look, see what it looks like. And it looks good. Yeah, I was shocked at how much I enjoyed, what is it called, The Edge of Tomorrow? Yeah. Live, Die, Repeat, or whatever it's called. I, I actually enjoyed that one. I was kind of shocked that i enjoyed it as much yeah, as i did i thought that was better than uh better than i was expecting but again i think it's because it was slightly quirky in places i think that's where tom cruise sort of he, had, he adds a bit of his own personality to it yeah and yeah. he's not just being generic action hero mission impossible yeah exactly so yeah i just i, I had misgivings about the whole universal monsters thing that they're going to do because again i think there's only a certain section of the movie going public who are going to really warm to it so I don't think it's going to be up there with the likes of Marvel and DC. It's not going to be returning them sorts of figures. But I wish, but I, I wish they would do a good mummy because I think it's a it's a fascinating concept. Yeah. But again, it's uh, I I think when they when they did the first Brendan Fraser one where they had the mummies that could run, I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah. Looking at the bigger picture, you know, they're obviously going to hit Frankenstein, the Wolfman, and uh, Dracula after that. So you know. Yeah. I think the writing needs to be good rather than who they've... I mean, who they got in it is going to pull the money. And, you know, Tom Cruise is going to pull the money in. Yes. He's going yes. to get people in to see it. And I, I get that. But I think they need to really concentrate on actually making good stories. And I think of everything else, they should leave Dracula till the very end. Do that one last. Yeah. Yeah. But it'll be interesting to see what they do with Frankenstein. I think the Wolfman is, is going to be a good one. to. That can be more of an action-based thing, I think. It'll it'll be interesting to see. I think once uh once we get to see the mummy, I think we're gonna have a good idea of how shit or how good the rest of them are gonna be. Yeah, that's it. And there's been some good werewolf films out the last couple of years where people have done different takes on the idea. So I think the the Wolfman. I know, good. right? Yeah, the Wolfman's good for some good uh, good action. Frankenstein. We'll, well, we'll see what they do with that. I hope they don't make it too cartoony. Me too. I don't want the, you know you know like the CGI Hulk that they do especially in the 2003 film. I don't want them to make Frankenstein look like that. Which two th- well, Who was in the 2003 one? There's been that's a lot the, of Hulks. That's the one with Eric Banner in it. The oh, Yang, God. The Yang Lee film. Well, look at the director. I yeah. Mean, oh, God. Brokeback Hulk. So, uh, yeah. <laughs> if they do Frankenstein, I hope they do take it a bit more seriously and don't make him cartoony. They're, uh, they're starting a new Hulk series with a female Hulk. Not not she Hulk. Not she called Hulk. Yeah. Mm, uh, I th- Marvel is going to do. Uh, Why not just make some good Hulk films? <laughs> You've got the character there. You don't need to put I, a twist on it. I I like. Well, it's a new character for Marvel Comics. I um I like the Edward Norton one, and I like yeah. um the Mark Ruffalo ones. Yeah. Well, I mean, Hulk's the only Marvel character I really like. I've really? never I've never been into Iron Man and Thor and Captain America. They're fine for films, but I've never really delved into them that much. I used to read a lot of uh, Iron Man when I was a wee lad. Yeah, see, I didn't. Uh, Hulk was the only one that I ever liked out of Marvel. I was always DC than Marvel. Ah, uh, okay, okay, gotcha, gotcha. But, um, yeah, always been interested in Hulk. But, um, yeah, see what happens then. Essentially, I know there's only really one Hulk story you can tell, and that's him getting the uh, radiation and then trying to find a cure. That's it. That's the only thing you can do. But I'm sure they can just... They can use the character more than they actually do. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But there we go. Exactly. There we go, then. Well, that's our little roundup of what we thought of the year and what we're looking forward to next year. 
Absolutely. It's been emotional. Not a lot more else we can add, really. Nope, nope. No, anything else you wanted to talk about before we signed off? Nope, I think I'm good. Well, there you go. I'm actually going to pimp the website now because I haven't done that for about the last six months. So, pimp uh, away, pimp away, pimp, pimp away. away. Yes, you can come over to ancientslumber.wordpress.com and see uh, any reviews that we're posting up over there. Do go to the page that says links to other work and check out from there because that does get updated every week. If you want to send us any feedback, you can do at ancientslumberpodcast.gmail.com or you can catch us on Twitter at ancient underscore slumber. That's right. And you can subscribe on our YouTube channel as well. Anything else you want to add? Nope, that's it. So we'll wish everybody a happy holiday, whatever you're doing. Make sure you watch lots of films. If you're in the UK, the guest is on UK television over the holiday season, so I do suggest you watch it because it's really good. Myron hasn't seen that yet, and I really think he should. I'm going to. It's Adam and Simon. I'm going to watch it. Yes, I'm sure that must be on one of the streaming services. I forgot about it, but I'm looking for it today. Go and look for it. Go and look for it. It's a really good film, really good film. So, yeah, have a happy holiday, everyone, and we shall be back in the new year at some point. That's right. Whoa. Keep your ear to the ground, then. Right. Have a good one, then. Bye. Bye. This is taken from the 10th round of the first fight, right? Good call. How'd you know that? I heard about a third fight between you and Apollo. Behind closed doors. That true? How'd you hear about that? Who won? It's kind of a secret. What'd you say your name was? Don. Okay. Well, so the girl said you wanted to talk about something? Yeah, I want to talk to you about training me. Training? <laughs> I don't do that stuff no more. Sorry about that. Listen, it's getting kind of late, kid, so I'm going to uh, close up. How good was he? <laughs>